on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the real. Let's say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Andy and DJ Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. That's what CTI stands for, Cruise the Internet. This is our current events, uh, what's going on in the world, and why it's an important show. Uh, we're going to throw up headlines on the screen. We're going to talk about them. We're going to break them down. We're going to speculate on what's true and what's not true and what we all need to do as individuals to correct some of the problems going on in this world. Other times you tune in, we have shows within the show. We have a Q&AF show where you actually get to submit questions and then we answer them live on the show. Uh, the way you submit questions can be done a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, you can email those questions into askandy at andyforsella.com or... You can go on YouTube under the, C or the q and episode and you can uh, click subscribe and then drop your question right there in the comments and we'll pick some from there. Uh, other times you have Real Talk. Real Talk is what you guys just heard yesterday. Uh, it's just five to 20 minutes of me just saying some stuff that I think you guys could use to do what you do. Be better. All right. And then we have full length. Full length is what you used to see on most podcasts. And then we have 75 hard verses where we bring people on who have completed 75 hard or have completed live hard or live that lifestyle, talk about their stories. And we talk about the amazing things that they have achieved and how you can achieve them too. And if you want to know more about the live hard program, you can go to episode 208. It's a free program. Uh, you don't have to buy anything and it'll explain what we're talking about. If you never heard of it. So that is the housekeeping for the show. Uh, we have this thing we call the fee. The fee is very simple. Uh, if you like the show, if it makes you think, if it makes you laugh, if you think the message is important, if you think people should be talking about these things, uh, please share the show, okay? We don't get listeners unless you guys share the show. We run entirely off of word of mouth. Uh, we've been able to maintain a top podcast over the course of uh, nearly a decade now based off word of mouth. I'm very proud of that. You guys should be too. Um, so... If you like the episode today, please share the show. That's what we mean whenever we say pay the fee. If, if you think people should hear it, you're, it's up to you. All right? So that's that. What's up? What's going on, man? Oh, not much. Yeah, we took a little stroll yesterday. Yeah, we did. How was that? It was, it was, it was cool. It's been a minute. It wasn't right? bad. You yeah. said, it, it said it was like 10 years. So, so Andy and I went to the mall yesterday Yeah. Um, to gaggle around the normal humans i guess <laughs> how do you say it i i don't go anywhere so it's like it, it, you know i go home and i go to work and then i travel and go do my events and i go back home yeah people are like why don't you go do anything well if you live where i live you wouldn't fucking leave either bro no, you don't have a reason to yeah go. it's it's like it's like the best five star six star resort in the world that i actually live at no that's real shit yeah when we stayed at your house during the protests uh you know we were in the pool took that picture of alex people yeah. thought we were in fucking mexico yeah so, like, why do I want to leave? I get it. Like, that's why I did all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, that includes going to the mall. Right, right, right. right. But we did go. It we did go to the mall. It was cool. People were nice. It yeah. was, uh, everybody seemed to be getting along. You know, it, there was none of this weird shit that you see on the internet. Kind of like what we talk about every day. You know, like, if you go out in the real world, people are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, talked to a number of fans of the show. That was cool, too. That was cool to see. Yeah. Um, you know, tried on some, <laughs> bro, we went into the, we had, I, so, so the reason we went to the mall is because DJ's getting married and, and I'm in the wedding. So I had to get fitted for the tux and bro, <laughs> this, they give you these sample shirts to try on. It I'm ain't David August, bro, these motherfuckers. No, listen, 
this these motherfuckers hadn't washed this shirt since Vietnam. Dude. I ain't fucking playing. All right. The last time that that shirt saw a fucking washing machine was literally like with Orville Wright. Right? Oh, man. Like it was it was a long time, bro. And it smelled. Yeah, I couldn't help it. bro. So I made it real awkward. Like I put the shirt on. I walk out. I look at you. I say, hey, look, dude. You're gonna have to wash this shirt. You gotta man. do something. Yeah, like he's looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm like, <laughs> I thought he looked at you like, I thought it smelled fine. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. I'm sure he wasn't expecting that. No. I couldn't help it, dude. No, but no, it was so it was a cool, cool little experience. Yeah, we were we in parked an emergency vehicle zone. Nobody fuck with us. It was great. It yeah. was good. Um, so we went to the mall. We got to go somewhere else though. Where we gotta go to Vegas? Oh, because. Apparently, Elon Musk and Zuckerberg are fighting. We got to go. We, we, I feel like we got to go see that. They're not really going to fight. No, they're really fighting. No way. They're really fighting. So this headline, this is New York Post. Um, I'm sure, I mean, dude, it's all, it's everywhere. It's the, well, uh, fucking Mark Zuckerberg's been training jujitsu, dude. He's been winning tournaments and shit. Like, yeah, well, he's going to whoop ass. Well, well hold on, because Elon Musk has a fix for that. What's that? So let, let's dive into it just a little bit quickly. Uh, so this this uh, the headline reads: Elon Musk says he's up for a cage match with jujitsu trained Mark Zuckerberg. So, uh, Twitter owner Elon Musk said he is ready to throw down with Meta boss and noted martial arts enthusiast Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Musk, he's fifty one, challenged the thirty nine year old Facebook founder who recently won his first amateur uh, Brazilian jujitsu tournament uh, to a cage match. After Zuckerberg's meta-owned Instagram reported plans to build a text-based social media platform to rival Twitter. So here's the original tweet that came out. Uh, Mario Nalfal uh, uh, tweeted this out, um, to which Elon Musk responded. He said, quote, I'm sure Earth can't wait to be exclusively under Zuck's thumb with no other options. At least it will be, quote, sane, unquote. Uh, was worried there for a moment, um, to which another Twitter user responded saying, quote, better be careful at Elon Musk. I heard he does the jujitsu now, uh, to which Elon Musk replied, I'm up for a cage match if he is. And then that's when Zuck chimed back in. He responded. He says, quote, uh, LOL, I love you, Elon, but you better start training. And then, Wait, wait, wait. That's Zuck's account, Penny Times 2? On Twitter. Okay. Yeah, so Penny Times, two, yeah, Penny two, two Times. What is that from? I've heard that before. Penny Two Times. That's Zuckerberg, though? Yeah, that, that's Zuckerberg. Okay. And then he also screenshotted this and then posted this to Instagram uh, saying, send me location. Apparently, it's set up in, in, in Vegas. Um, now, we know Elon Musk, right? Um, I don't know if he's like the most... He's definitely been getting his shit together, right? When that whole debacle came out with the paparazzi pics of him on the on yacht. The boat, yeah. Looking like the Tesla truck. Yeah. <laughs> He, he got his shit together, right? Did he? Yeah, he did. He's, he's looking good. That's fine. Um, apparently, he, he fought a sumo wrestler. He did some sumo wrestling training um, where he says, quote, managed to throw him, but it cost me smashing my C5, C6 disc and eight years of mega back pain. Uh, so this was uh, one of the pictures from that. But again, we know uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he's been training in some jujitsu. But Elon Musk may have some help. So apparently... Um, your boy, because you know him out, actually. Uh, Andrew Tate chimed in. He, uh, he tweeted this. He said, quote, Meta banned me everywhere for telling the truth about vaccines. 
but now we can restore honor with a strike at the enemy clan's leader. I will train you at Elon Musk. You will not lose. So <laughs> is this fucking even real, dude? Dude, it, 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 it is real. This it is, is real. Come on. This is not fucking. These guys are all, this is all fucking using attention and media for fame. Bro. Maybe, but I just got to ask you this, Andy. If this is, if this is legit, are we going to go see it? I don't think it's legit. <laughs> if it is. I, not, I don't know, man. Like, bro, like it's going to be a shitty fight to watch. Like these guys are old and they fucking suck at fighting. <laughs> like you guys should stick to what you're good at. Yeah. Maybe that should be the message, right? Because Who wants to go watch a bunch of fucking old, old dudes, dudes like kind of fight each other? <laughs> Fuck you each do? other up. 100%. I really? 100%. But I, you, you know, that's going to be some weak ass shit, man. That's, gonna, that's the funny part about it. Okay. Like it's going to look like that scene in uh, what's that movie with, with, uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, the most recent one that came out on Netflix. Irishman. Irishman, where he goes out and beats that dude's ass on the street when he's like 80 years old. Oh, and yeah. It's all fake and shit. The bakery dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. That's what this is going to be like. Yeah. Both of you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll, let's, let's do a duel instead. How about that? How about a duel? Like an old school yeah, gentleman's like, duel? Let's, let's restore honor and then have duels instead of these fucking pussy wrestling matches. Exhibition games. Okay. Yeah. Let's fight with weapons. Let's be in it. Let's go in the fucking Coliseum and let's see them fight to the death. They probably, I'll go to that. Yeah, that, fuck yeah. I'm sure a lot more people will go. I'll to go that to that. Like, I don't want to see two older dudes wrestle around, rub their fucking titties on each other, acting all weird and shit. <laughs> like, it's different when they're good. Like, it's different when these dudes are good. That shit's exciting. It's the best sport in the world to watch. Zuck's good. Who'd he beat? That guy right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> he beat that guy. <laughs> you know? Look, Listen, you're going to tap out you know or what? I will delete all you of your fuckers, shit. fuckers, instead of fighting each other, just get together and say, hey, how do we beat all these tyrants that have been fucking with us? How about that? Yeah. How about you guys get together and have a meeting and say, hey, uh, Elon, you say to Zuck, you say, hey, bro, we know that the FBI has been leveraging your shit. How about this? How about whatever they have on you? We'll all say, fuck them if you tell the truth. And we'll all still work with you and we'll build a whole new fucking thing. Like, how about that? How about none of this shit? This is stupid. It's a waste of time. This is peasant entertainment. This is, this is mm. crumbs and circuses. Mm. Like, That's unless deep. it's to the death, bro, I don't want to see it. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. That's real. Guys, tell us what you think. Drop down in the comments. Let us know. Uh, but with that being said, guys, we're going to get on to cruising. Uh, remember, if you want to see any of these uh, pictures, videos, articles, links, go to andyfasella.com. You can find them all linked there. Uh, with that being said, hold on. I just did have a thought. It actually is good that people are wanting to fight each other. again. There's something to be said. Like for there that. should be something that should be brought back into the normalcy of society. Mm. Like fist fighting. Nobody safe. No, there was order then. Yeah. There was respect then. Like when you could fight someone and that's all it was, it wasn't going to end up being a shooting. It wasn't going to end up being a stabbing. It wasn't going to get arrested. It wasn't going to end up being arrested. There was a there, natural order was allowed to thrive. Criminalizing normal violence, like hmm. fistfight violence, has been one of the biggest problems in society. And pe people will argue that because they're fucking pussy. Okay, but the reality is, is getting your ass beat a couple times kind of teaches you to shut the fuck up when you when you, you should, probably should. Right. There's a lot of things that getting beat up teaches you that this, an entire generation of people 30 and under haven't even experienced unless they've gone down the path of MMA. Right. Yeah. Like when, when when I was growing up, dude, all the way up until I mean, fuck, dude. 
I don't know. Like, that's what we did. Yeah. You had a problem with someone, you fucking got in a fight with them. You called then, them out? Yeah, and you know what ended up happening? Then afterwards, you end up being friends with them. Like, it, it's a healthy thing. That's where respect's created. Yeah. Jordan Peterson talks on this, uh, just on the idea of, like, violence when it comes, especially, specifically to men. You know, but saying, like, you no know, like, being able to control violence, it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, like, dude, listen. People, only, people ultimately only understand violence. They don't understand talk and dialogue and facts and logic. They understand violence very well. Yeah. If you do this, this is what happens. Yeah. And that's not to say that talks and, you know, the diplomatic, I guess, approach isn't necessary or needed, but the violence comes in when no, that that's exactly work. what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying beat the shit out of each other. Never talk. <laughs> no, of course. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is like, bro, we have to get back to reality. Okay. Like some people deserve to get their ass beat. You know how many times I deserve to get my ass beat? Every fucking time I got my ass beat. <laughs> every time. I deserved it. Yeah. All right? Yeah. I learned a lesson every time. No, some, some of them stuck. Some of them didn't stick. That's you know? Real. But, like, at least you kind of, there's a respect factor there that just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And it's, it's sad. It's needed. It is needed. Yeah. That's real, man. Well, guys, let us know down in the comments what you guys think. Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, but with that being said, let's get on this uh, cruise train. Uh, remember, if you want to see any of these articles, pictures, links, videos, go to andyforsella.com. You can find them there. Um, or you can drop down in the YouTube description and you can find them linked there as well. Uh, so with that being said, our headline number one, headline number one reads, Pentagon accounting error provides extra $6.2 billion for Ukraine military aid. Oh. Just a little pencil fuck there, huh? Yeah, just, just a small yeah. pencil fuck, you know. What happens if uh, what happens if you were to I don't know leave out six hundred and twenty dollars on your IRS report? You 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 would get a slap on the wrist like Hunter Biden, dude. Let's dive into this. So the Pentagon said Tuesday. This is a uh, AP News article, by the way. Reading uh, the Pentagon said Tuesday that it overestimated the value of the weapons it has sent to Ukraine by six point. $2 billion over the past two years, uh, about double early estimates resulting in a surplus that will be used for future security packages. Uh, Pentagon spokeswoman Sabrina Sig uh, said a detailed review of the accounting error found that the military services used replacement costs rather than the book value of equipment that was pulled from Pentagon stocks and sent to Ukraine. She said final calculations uh, show that there was an error of $3.6 billion in the current fiscal year and $2.6 billion in the 2022 fiscal year, which ended last September 30th. Uh, as a result, the department now has additional money in its coffers to use for support uh, to support Ukraine as it pursues its counteroffensive against Russia. And it comes as the fiscal year is wrapping up and congressional funding was beginning to dwindle. Uh, quote, it's just going to go back into the pot of money that we have allocated for the future Pentagon stock drawdowns, said Sig. Uh, the revelation comes as Ukraine moves ahead with early stages. Uh, it's counteroffensive in an effort to dislodge the Kremlin's forces from territory uh, they've occupied since a full-scale invasion in February of 2022. The counteroffensive has come up against heavily mined terrain and reinforced defensive fortifications, according to Valery uh, Zolorini, the commander in chief of Ukraine's armed forces. 
based on previous estimates announced June 13th, the U.S. has committed more than $40 billion in security assistance to Ukraine since Russia invaded. Using the new calculation, the U.S. has actually provided less than $34 billion in aid. So it's okay. We'll, we'll just, you know, take that off the top of what we got to already sent in, which is, uh, according to most estimations, around $113 billion total. Um, that's what they report. And that's what they report. Um, but we've also already seen the report saying that less than 20% of the money is actually even getting over there to begin with, whereas the 80% go. Um, and then on top of that, as soon as that article is uh, published, we announced that we're, uh, this, this Wall Street Journal article headline reads, U.S. ramps up Howard Shell production to supply Ukraine replenish stockpiles, um, where we went from averaging about 14,000 rounds a month to over 80,000. Andy, what do we got on this? Well, it should be zero billion. I mean, that's it should be one hundred thirteen should be zero billion. We should never send them anything. That's what I get. That's what I think. I don't think that the United States should be in the business of sending foreign countries any sort of money or military aid when we have hundreds of thousands of people on the streets of our own country in legitimate chaos, in desperation, and destitute. Mm. I don't think that that's even a. I don't think that's a reasonable argument. I don't think it's a reasonable argument to spend billions of dollars manufacturing howitzer shells and tanks and planes when those same billions of dollars, had we not sent all that shit over and left it over in Afghanistan and left it over in, uh, or sent it over to Ukraine, we wouldn't need to be replenishing. And that same money could be used to fix some of the problems going on in society. Yeah. All right. And I personally think it's disgusting that any government official is for the Ukraine conflict in any way, shape, or form when you can't walk down the streets of our own cities mm -hmm. without seeing plight and desperation and despair and sickness and overdoses and death and feces on the street. Like, this is fucked up. And, you know, I don't think it takes somebody that's highly intelligent to, to understand this concept. Yeah. I think the days of America being the world police should end. I don't think that we should be regulating conflicts between Russia and Ukraine or Russia and fucking anybody. I, I, I think countries should be made to stand alone. I think we should stand alone. And I think we should be worried about our own shit instead of out doing these things. Yeah. And every you know generation, these politicians who are out of touch with society find a way to send our men and women, our young men and women, to die in these conflicts that literally mean nothing for us, that we get no benefit from, that we get no resolution from. And people say, oh, Iraq was about the oil. Well, motherfucker, why didn't we get the oil then? Okay, like, if it was really about that shit, then why didn't we get it? Right. Like, like, dude, like, I'm tired of all these, these promises. Like, it's not about democracy. And by the way, when these people say democracy, they're actually talking about communism. Okay, it's doublespeak. It's it's a different word for the, for, it's the same word for a different definition. People haven't caught on yet. And it's not for freedom because what we're doing is we're going over to these countries and fucking terrorizing these people. Destroying. Yeah. <laughs> and we're sending our young men and women and spending all of our money. We're sending them there to die. We're breaking up families. We're ruining futures all for the lie that we're somehow protecting our own freedom. That's a fucking lie. So this is absurd shit. And I think it's, if you look at it from, uh, you know, if you back up and, and remove your emotions from it, 
We have no business sending any money towards these things. We should have a strong military here. We should have strong independence here on energy. We should have the rest of the money go to making sure that our people here are taken care of and that we at least have a, a society where everybody does have what the Constitution promises, which is the equal opportunity for the pursuit of happiness and fulfillment in our lives. Yeah. And, um, and I think this is disgusting. And it's, it's, it's very frustrating. The one thing I was thinking with this, man, and I think, you know, and I hope you can give us some clarity on this, because one, one thing I'm thinking, man, we, we see these numbers. I think the general public, right, the average person, the average American looking at this article, for example, and they see that number, you know, $6.2 billion. And I ask myself, why are, like, why are more people not upset and enraged, right? And I start to think, is it because most people can't even conceptualize $6.2 billion? Like, they don't understand how much money that actually is, right? Like, like can well, you, I, I think that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like, most people, like, you just hear that. Okay. Yeah, but I think that's part of it. But I also think the other part is the conditioning to the amounts they're so regular and they're so often that you know in the beginning when you say 10 billion you're like oh fuck but after it's 10 billion a week for a year right like people are like ah oh, what's another 10 billion like right it, and because it hasn't affected them right mm -hmm. they well it has but they don't identify how it's not putting it together that's right yeah. and and so you know i think a lot of it is what you said and i also think it's just the conditioning yeah. you know i think the the these people, the tyrants that, that are acting against the people of the United States that occupy our biggest, highest offices in this country, that occupy the highest offices in our media, that occupy the highest offices in the biggest country, companies in our country, these people don't care about the regular Joe of America, which is most of America. And it's frustrating, dude. And I don't know why people aren't more upset about it but I think most of it has to do with them not being able to connect the dots with how this actually affects their life. You know, the average American is spending $9,000 more per year to live right now. Okay. $9,000 more for someone that makes 40,000 or $50,000 a year is a fucking shit ton of money. That's already been living paycheck to paycheck. Correct. Yeah, but, man. And so like, dude, now what's happening is we're in this scenario where these people are taking out extra credit cards or they're, they're expanding their financial liabilities to even survive. And they're burying themselves in more and more and more and more debt, which if you want to say it a different way, is that you're getting yourself more entrenched in the slavery system that they've created. So it's, it's intentional. And that's the intent. That's one of the biggest intents. You know, I think the first intent is to cover up some of the stuff they've been doing. But I think the second intent is to push their agenda of implementing a two-class system in the United States of very wealthy and very poor and to eliminate the middle class. And they do that by death by a thousand paper cuts, right? Like if they just said, like, today, hey, it, it's going to cost you $20,000 more a year to live, people will freak the fuck out. But they don't freak out because along the way, right, it's 5000 more a year. Then it's 7000 more a year. Then Now it's 9000 Now it's going to be 11000 in fucking three more months. And, and it's going to continue to progress. And as that progresses, people continue to accommodate that progression by leveraging their own debt, their own personal debt, right? I got another credit card. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I'll flip some of that onto here. Right. We all know the tricks, bro. I was poor for fucking most of my life. Okay. I understand what the fuck we do when we need to survive. Yeah. We acclimate. That's right. We acclimate. But there's going to become a time 
where it's impossible to acclimate and it's going to break all of these people. And all of those people will go to automatic poverty, which is the goal of what they're trying to do. Mm. So it's frustrating that more people aren't outraged about it. And it's frustrating that people, more people aren't speaking out about it. And it's frustrating that more people aren't understanding what's going on. But I do believe this is what's going on. And unless people wake up uh, and totally reject these people and everything that they're about and, and give them no power at all, which is noncompliance, you cannot do anything when people don't comply. You can't fucking do anything. They're, they have no power. And so we have mass noncompliance on a, on, a, on a level that we've never seen before a united mass noncompliance, right? They don't have any power, which is why they put so much effort in dividing everybody and making everybody fight over social issues, right? Black, white, gay, straight, left, right, Democrat, Republican, blah, blah, blah. Notice they, ever, notice they never make it up, down, hmm. right? They try to make it up, down, and they tell you like these medium guys that are like, you know, they're your local business owner who is, you know, sponsoring your kid's t-ball team and doing all these things. The community is like the ultimate tyrant because he's wealthy and he's right. achieved the American dream and built his success or her success. And they try to make that work, but people don't buy that shit because they understand it. And so their, their play is no longer working. You know, people are understanding that the up-down is not your local entrepreneur. It's not even your highly successful local entrepreneur. It's these people at the very, 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 very top the biggest companies on the planet, the biggest organizations on the planet, the highest levels of politicians on the planet that are calling these shots and pushing them down into culture. And if everybody just say, hey, no, fuck you, it wouldn't work. It would stop. But that's, that's not going to happen because everybody wants to be right. Everybody wants to have their ego heard and felt and nobody wants to admit they were wrong. Bro, I still saw people at the mall yesterday wearing fucking masks. Yeah. Okay. Like, bro, y'all were wrong. You were wrong. It's over. It's over. Like, it's absurd, okay? Like, I don't know if you saw Ian Wentz post today, yesterday about, talk about your stories about the injuries from Dude. the, bro. They're completely covering up what they just did, the crimes against humanity, okay? They're, they're, they're ignoring it completely. And this is all news networks. And because it's been a couple years now, I, I even see people in the comments saying, we've moved on from that. Really? I don't think people have because the people like my friend Roman, who lost both his fucking brothers who were 29 and 26, okay, because of the, 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 the protocol for the vent, all right? These people murdered his brothers. I don't think he's fucking past it. And I don't think my other friend who had to watch his father die over Zoom, I don't think he's fucking past it. I think some of you people who, who called everybody the names and screamed to everybody and and fucking terrorize people for two fucking years. You guys think people have moved yeah, past you it. You want to get past you it. You want people to move past <laughs> yeah. it, but I don't think people have moved past it. And what's going to take for us to move past it is for these people to be held accountable. I'm talking about the people at the top. I'm not talking about your doctor. I'm not talking about your nurses. I'm not talking about your hospital administration. I'm talking about the people at the top because the hospital administration has uh, the reasonable expectation that they should be able to trust the CDC's guidance or Pfizer's guidance or the government's guidance. And so when they force this shit down and then heavily incentivize it and the doctors who speak out, they're, they're removed from their, their medical credentials. They can't practice. Even one of them from frontline went to jail for 60 days. Like we have, we have to hold, these people have to be held accountable and it's crimes against humanity. And it's the biggest fucking crime that's ever taken place. That's ever been organized in the history of mankind, in my opinion. 
Now you guys say, oh, well, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? Yeah, those were all small instances in single countries. This mm-hmm. was a global operation that happened across the globe. Simultaneously. And it accomplished yeah. a bunch of different things that are right along the agenda of the World Economic Forum, the books that Klaus Schwab actually wrote himself, okay? It's making people sick and people are dying prematurely, okay? That, this is statistical fact that has come out now and it's even been said by the CDC that myocarditis is a problem. The vaccine side effects are a problem. Fucking FDA even recommended you not even take one of the vaccines anymore, okay? So- we have all these situations where people are actually getting sick and it's being covered up so that these people can't be held accountable. And so when people say, oh, well, we've moved past that. No, we fucking will not move past it until we see these people who perpetrated this crime being held accountable for that crime. Yeah, 100%. Man. What do you think? No, no, dude, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, was, I was reading through Ian's post, man. I was like, like I'm, I'm hearing, I'm seeing these people tell their stories, and like, yeah. like you know, and they're all like, it's real people. Like, yeah. For those of you guys shit. that didn't see it, he made a post and he said, uh, you know, hey, I'm tired of these people covering up your story. Tell your story in in the comments below. And bro, it's tons and tons and tons and tons of comments of people telling their stories about, you know, their significant other being sick now, or or kids people, are getting messed up. Bro, people in the hospital are talking about like people that work in hospitals now are talking about all the premature deaths that are happening that no one's even talking about that's getting brushed as like normal things just like it was hidden during the time of covid how many people were actually sick with covid and it was compounded by including the flu Mm -hmm. and cycling up pcr tests let's not forget about that right right cycling up pcr tests to the point where they 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 detect one fucking non-dangerous speck of atomic matter that couldn't get you sick at that level because the viral load is like it's not it's not anything to even worry about and like they're they did all these things to manipulate all this shit and yeah there's a lot of people that see it bro but it, it it's all it's all ties together mm-hmm. and these people are still scrambling to get their way and like there's it's going to come to a head Absolutely. you know the other day i talked about them doing another pandemic and the other option is it's going to be a war it could be both at the same time. But like the next fucking 18 months, dude, we're going to see some major bullshit from these people who, who perpetrated this crime already. And it's going to be very important for every single human being to say, no, fuck you. Like I did a poll last night on my, on my story and I said, how, how many of you trust the medical system after the last three years? And it was 98% of two. 98% said no, 2% said yes. It's crazy. Yeah. So I hope that people remember that the next time that this comes through. And I hope the doctors and the nurses who were manipulated, okay, because y'all killed a bunch of people. Like, just so you know, you got to live with that. You got to admit it. All right. Um, I hope you guys this next time will actually redeem yourselves and do the right thing. But I don't have too much hope for that. But dude, but even think about that, just that simple survey, right? 98% to 2% right now. Now think about all the people who, because they have no trust in the medical system anymore, undiagnosed cancer undiagnosed diseases right so like look at what like and that to me is like it's not mind-blowing but when you look at you know like most cases right when you talk about like you know a a simple win right i'm just trying to win this one thing i'm Mm -hmm. trying to accomplish this one thing 
That's not how these tyrants look at it. These tyrants look at it. How can I accomplish the most possible wins through this one action? Well, you don't think they thought about the fact that people wouldn't trust the medical system That's what I'm saying. and just die anyway? Exactly. And so how many more deaths are going to be just off the lack yeah. of trust in the medical system? Yeah. You know, and when you take all of that into accountability, dude, these people have to fucking pay. Yeah. They got to pay. No. It's, I, in my opinion, for us to ever move forward as a society, these people do not have a place on this planet. What they did is inexcusable. What they did... They killed millions of people intentionally, in my opinion. And it's coming out more and more and more every single day. And more and more people are starting to wake up to what actually occurred. You know, we were one of the few people saying, this is crimes against humanity as it was happening. Do you guys know how much fucking shit we took for that? Like, we didn't talk about it because I didn't want to discourage anyone from speaking up. But like, dude, you guys who, were, who believed all the shit, you, you guys are fucking pieces of shit. Like the way you behaved was shitty. The way you treated your family was shitty. There was a whole bunch of people saying, wait, 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 wait a second, dude. Just hold on, guys. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. And you guys fucking crucified those people. You crucified those people. You know, and for, for any healing to occur, it, there's going to have to be accountability, mm -hmm. right? It has it's, to be, man. Yeah, there's going to have to be. Because like, dude, these people saying, oh, we've moved on from that. No, 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 no. You have moved on from that because you realized that you were the person harassing and you were fucking wrong. Everybody else didn't move on from that. To me, it still feels like 20 fucking 20. Okay? Like these, these fucking people have to be held accountable for us to have any peace or any order or any future of a true free society or, or world ever again. And this is a global issue. It's not just a United States issue. This is a global issue. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Guys, let us know down in the comments where you guys stand. Uh, do you agree? Hashtag accountability. Uh, let's move on to headline number two. We're going to bring this uh, locally here. Uh, headline number two reads, a teen who lost legs in car accident sues St. Louis after man allegedly responsible was out on bond. Uh, so we covered this story a couple of months ago when this... Was this the, uh, the, car, the volleyball player? Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we covered this on TTI uh, about a month or uh, two months ago. Um, when this incident first happened. Um, so this is a Daily Wire article reading, an 18-year-old girl from Tennessee has sued the city of St. Louis after she had both legs amputated after being struck by a car in an accident, police said, was caused in part by a man out on bond. Janae Edmondson, a high school volleyball player competing in a tournament in St. Louis, was pinned between two cars in February, causing her to lose both legs. According to police, Daniel Riley, uh, that guy, uh, Daniel Riley, a 21-year-old man who was out on bond for an armed robbery case, was driving a vehicle that slammed into another car that struck Edmondson. Uh, Edmondson had, uh, quote, her bright future brutally ripped away when she was crushed between two vehicles following a car crash, leading to amputation of both her legs. The crash involving a robbery suspect who had violated the terms of his bond dozens of times over several months, was completely preventable, the lawsuit says. Uh, defendants in the case include St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones, Riley, and the other driver involved. According to the lawsuit, Riley violated the terms of his bond by allowing the battery on the GPS tracker monitoring him to die and leaving the house arrest over 50 times, all without having his bond revoked. 
Uh, the robbery charge for Riley stemmed from an incident in 2020, and the case is still ongoing. Kim Gardner, this uh, St. Louis's former far-left prosecutor, um, George Soros elected prosecutor, I should add. Yeah, appointed. Um, came under fire for Riley being out of jail. Riley has pleaded not guilty to charges stemming from the crash and still faces the armed robbery case. Uh, both drivers involved in the accident, Riley and Elizabeth Smith, were both driving without or with suspended driver's license. Uh, they were speeding, and the, the lawsuit alleges. Edmondson also says that the city bears responsibility for the dangerous roadway where the accident occurred. Um, now, you have that going on. First of all, I think absolutely great. I say uh, I hope she owns the fucking arch, right? Uh, but not even two blocks from where that incident happened, downtown St. Louis, you got this just coming out. This headline reads, Warrant, uh, Wanted, four suspects sought in shooting that left teen dead, 11 injured in downtown St. Louis. This is just blocks from where that accident happened. Um, so uh, police say that- happened on Sunday? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is a uh, KMOV article reading, police say they are searching for four suspects in connection with the shooting that left a teen dead and 11 other teens wounded in downtown St. Louis over the weekend. Uh, Mikhail Moore, 17, has been identified as the person killed in the shooting. Uh, of the 11 injured, police say one was trampled by teens running from the shooting. Uh, the other 10 were shot. According to the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, the shooting took place at 14th and Washington um, around 1.03 a.m. Sunday morning. At the time of the shooting, officers were manning a fixed post diverting traffic at the intersection of 14th and Washington when they saw a large group of people running from a building at 1409 Washington. Police say this was an office building that was being used for a planned party. Uh, the officers have received multiple calls that there was a shooting involving multiple victims at the party, which was on the fifth floor of the building. Um, now, I, these are some pictures from the crime scene, guys. Make sure uh, if you're on uh, audio, you head over to YouTube. You can check these pictures out. Um, it, it, it's ridiculous. You got alcohol bottles. Now, notice none of the victims of the shooting were over the age of 18. 14, 15, 16, and 17 were the ages of all the victims. These are kids, right? Um, and I got a couple of things on that. Uh, but, like, dude, I mean, just even looking at the scene. These ain't fucking kids, bro. These are fucking criminals. Well, the, 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 the shooters, for sure. Okay. I'm saying the- yeah, I'm like, just saying, like, dude, look. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, I, I mean, no, no, we're, that, that's it, man. It's just- I'm fucking sick of this thing. Oh, they're just kids. No, they ain't just kids. The minute you pull a gun out and you start shooting motherfuckers, you're no longer a kid. Okay, you deserve the full brunt of the adult system, 100%. These kids, deserve, these guys did this, deserve fucking death. They deserve the death penalty. Anybody who, who commits violent crime deserves an expedited path to the death penalty. Something that is expedited. Not 20 years in prison on our tax dollars. I'm talking fucking two years. Okay? Two weeks. Whatever. I, I, I'm saying <laughs> two years to accommodate the appeal process and the... The, uh, you know, the letter of the law, yeah. okay? Like, everybody should have the right to a legal defense and to go through the, the legal system. The problem is the legal system is now fucking compromised. And we have all these George Soros-appointed people in our government who are, they were very smart how they did it. Like, they went specifically after prosecutors in all the big cities 
They got these people in. They funded, they funded these little micro races with lots of money so that these people got elected. And then they tell these people, okay, if in exchange for your political career, I'm going to need you to go easy on, on everybody, okay? And they release these violent criminals back into society over and over and over and over again because they need society to be in chaos. Because when society is in chaos, there is no hope for unity. And when there is no hope for unity, their positions of power are secure. This is what this is about, all right? And people want to say, oh, it's racist to say this or that. Bro, I'm over it. I don't want to hear the shit no more. I don't give a fuck what color you are. I don't care where you come from. If you shoot motherfuckers, you deserve to get fucking shot yourself. All right? And that's the attitude that we need to have in this country. If we want a civil society in this country, we have to get a little bit harder and we have to fucking understand that violent criminals have something wrong with them. There is no excuse for it. And I don't give a fuck if they're black or white. Like this motherfucker in Ohio that shot his three fucking kids, that guy should be already dead. Mm-hmm. They should have killed him when they fucking rolled up. Because I saw all the, all the quote-unquote race baiters in the comments being like, well, look, if he were black, they would have killed him. They should have killed him. And, and if that person were black and he did that same thing, they should have killed him too. Okay? We need, we need equal justice applied across all races, across all cultures, across everything, and it's not fucking racist. And it, I don't care about, I'm tired of hearing about Oh, well, they grew up like this or that. That does not justify the taking of another human being's life. That does not justify the, the sexual violence, a rape. That do, these, these crimes, these fucking violent, like traumatizing crimes that change and alter the direction of people's lives, murders, fucking attempted murders, rapes, you know, the accident where this, this young girl loses her whole future that she had planned. I'm sure she'll, I'm sure this will end up serving her in some way. She's going to have a hard time seeing it for a long time, okay? But these life-altering, violent-type criminals, we have to remove them from society. Mm. And it doesn't matter what race they are. And we need to stop making excuses for their age or their race or their background or where the fuck they come from. And that applies for white people, black people, Asian people, and everybody fucking else that has a heartbeat and a pulse. No, I'm with you. You know, one thing that pisses me off is like, I want their fucking parents charged. Well, you know what? If we, if like, where's the account? Like, where, where, like, how as a parent, right? Because, like, listen, dude, I, I grew up in the city of St. Louis my entire life, born and raised, right? And I've you seen, didn't grow up in the city, bro. You grew up in the worst part of the city. Yeah, right. But like, I, I, I saw my, I, I saw my older brother, who's eight years older than me. I saw him, you know, running the streets, right? Like, he, he, he was, he got into that, right? I never felt bad for him. I never felt pity. I never like, no, you, you, that's a decision you chose to do. Right. Yeah. While I stayed home and, you know, had to listen to the sirens and gunshots every fucking night. Like you were out running. Dude, that's cool. You, that's your life you chose to do. But, you know, I was talking to my mom the other day about this situation. I'm like, I don't understand how as a parent of a 15, 16 year old child, how in this day and age, because it's a lot different than, you know, 20 years ago in St. Louis. In this day and age, knowing the shit that's going on in, in, in this city and most cities across this country, how a 15-year-old or 16-year-old is even fucking allowed to go to a downtown St. Louis party, like, I don't even know. I can't comprehend how that even That's because you're a normal human being that cares about your kids. If you were pumping out kids to get the fucking money from the government and having the kids just for the sake of that, you wouldn't give a fuck about the kids, would you? True. Yeah, It'd true. be a different perspective, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like I, I saw the, um, uh, I don't know, it was a local news channel. When you incentivize people to have kids for money, this is what it creates. Yeah. 
Yep. It creates a group of parents that totally neglect their kids, that do not give a fuck. And honestly, some of these parents, where when their kids get fucking, they probably think, well, fuck, it's one less mouth to feed. Man, that's just real shit, man. Yeah. So, you know, you never see, you know, how many times do we see this happen where this happens in St. Louis? Real talk. And then they interview the parents and the parents are like, yeah, well, you know, it's sad. It wasn't fair. He was a good kid. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker. No, the fuck he, he wasn't. Yeah. No, he wasn't. Like, bro, it's always the same shit, bro. Like, dude, if that were, if those were normal parents that had their, like, if that was you, you'd be fucking devastated, dude. You wouldn't even be able to do the motherfucking interview. It would be, it would be total devastation. And so when you say, I can't understand it, the reason you can't understand it is because you're not having kids to get a check. All right? And that's reality. You know, you want to talk about real shit? That's real shit. They, these kids are not cared about. This is why people like Jason Wilson are so valuable. Yeah. Okay? Up in Detroit, taking in all these young men and teaching them the rules and the ropes of life. Okay? We're going to have... I'm not saying that these kids' lives don't matter. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking mistake no. me there. But we are going to have to step up as Americans to care and teach these children who aren't cared about because of the system and what it's created. Yeah. And you want to talk about systemic racism? Systemic racism is that. That's systemic racism. It's not the white guy saying a fucking joke or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. you guys want to call everything racist. Or speaking yeah, because, about because, and you know how it is. It's a, it's a telltale sign because you don't see President shit his pants coming in talking about gun violence. No, because it doesn't fit the narrative. They want this They want thing. this kind of gun they violence. They want this yeah. thing. Right? Like, and I'm looking at, like, we, we got uh, photos up here, guys, of, of, of the four suspects that they're looking for. Bro, and let's, let's Look also... Look at the fucking weapons they have. Like, dude, those are the mini Dracos. That's a fucking short... Like, that's, that's an SBR. That looks like, you know, that's probably like a 5.56 five, SBR. It's definitely a 5.56. Five, right? Like, where's, anyway, where's the talk of gun control? Th there shouldn't be any, okay? The talk should be a cultural talk. <laughs> here, here's the reality of what we're talking about here, Okay? We're talking about culture. Culture is fucked, all right? When you take kids, no matter what race, and you give the parents money to have them, and the parents keep having kids over and over and over again to have them so that they can live, you know, really, real talk, just survive, okay? Now we're in a situation where these kids are not being looked after. They're not being cared about the way that they're supposed to. They're not being taught the road. They're not being taught the path. They're not being taught the lessons. Okay, they're, they're effectively on their own, all right? And then you introduce them to video game culture and fucking rap music and all this violence that's, that's shown in society as a normal way of life, right? Now, a normal person would say, yeah, but most people know the difference between a fucking video game and shooting people in real life. Okay, yeah, probably because you had somewhat of a decent upbringing where you were around people that actually gave a fuck about you. But when we fucking glorify... Like, I saw this article where this 14-year-old, quote-unquote, rapper from Chicago was just killed. I saw that. Yeah, and it, you and I looked at his video, like, six months ago. And remember, do you remember the video where they were all on the porch with their guns with and the shit? With guns, yeah. And do you remember what we said? We he'll said, bro, six months, that kid will be fucking dead. And there it is. Mm -hmm. I, we were sitting in the locker room watching the video. We were like, this is fucking out of control. Yep. And here he is, dead. Okay? And I like rap music. I, I, I fucking think it's great. I listen to Young Dolph every motherfucking day, bro. He talks about selling drugs. He talks about getting out of the hood. He talks about making money. The parallels to entrepreneurship are so fucking true that the music resonates with me. But I also was brought up by parents that 
taught me the difference between some music and acting this way in real life. In life, yeah. Okay, and like when Notorious B.I.G. came off the streets, uh, fucking P. Diddy told him, he said, hey, you can either be a fucking gangster or you can make millions of dollars rapping about being a gangster. What would you like? And he chose being a gangster and he got fucking killed. Yep. Okay, and so that's, this is where we're, we're at. We're, we have a culture problem and if we really want to correct this long term, we have to start making some of this shit not cool. Okay, and this is not fucking cool. And all you white liberals that fucking like to hate on me and shit, that call me far right, this and that, do you think this is cool? Do you think this is really just the guns? Mm. Do you think this is really white people doing this? And, it, and if you do, who, which white people are doing it? Because I'm pretty sure it's you. Because you don't give a fuck what happens to these people in the city. Because it's not in your fucking hood. No. So you just go along with the propaganda and say, oh, I'm a fucking Democrat and fuck those bigots. Look how, look how, uh, how open I am to new thinking and higher levels of thought and how great I am and how virtuous I am. And you're selfish because you're not telling the truth and you want to look virtuous instead of actually look at the problem and you're contributing to it. So when you like to call people like me racist, you should go look in the fucking mirror about what your party fucking does to people because it completely destroys families and communities and has for 50 fucking years. Beautifully said, man. Well, I'm tired of it, bro. Yeah. And yeah. dude, if we're Americans, like you guys out in the country that say this shit, like, oh, fuck them. If they come out here, you know, I'll, I'll fucking handle them. No, bro. You should care just as much about those people as fucking you give a fuck about your neighbor out in the fucking country. Those are American citizens, dude. It's fucking bullshit. It's real, man. I feel bad for this girl, dude. Yeah, I mean, and she had a full-ride scholarship to Tennessee for volleyball. Um, but uh, she's supposed to be getting fitted for prosthetics so shortly. Uh, there was a decent-sized GoFundMe, but, like, I mean, dude. It doesn't matter. It ain't doesn't matter, dude. It ain't the same. And she, her life was never going to be the same. She's always going to wonder what it could have been. And my hope is that she finds some peace in her new purpose. And I hope that she finds, uh, you know, some faith that, that this was meant to happen for a greater good. Because I promise you it was. I don't know what it is. She probably doesn't know what it is. But I guarantee you, if she sticks it through, at the end, you're going to be like, I'm actually glad this happened because it allowed me to do this, 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 and this, this. 100%. And that's going to be hard for someone to see, especially at 20 years old right now. Four months after yeah. the, yeah, 100%, it's, man. But I'm sure if she pushes through, bro, that'll be the story. Yeah. Well, guys, that was our second headline. Let's move on to our third and final headline of the show. Headline number three. Headline number three reads, Hunter Biden plea deal excludes alleged Biden $10 million bribery scheme. Motherfucker got off. <laughs> uh, this Breitbart article reads, Hunter Biden's plea deal with United States Attorney David Weiss appears to exclude the alleged Biden $10 million bribery scheme an FBI informant documented and that Weiss reportedly obtained from former Attorney General William Barr. Uh, Hunter Biden on Tuesday agreed to plead guilty to two federal tax violation charges and one violation of gun laws, per reports Tuesday morning. The decision of whether to ultimately charge Hunter Biden was up to Donald Trump-appointed United States Attorney David Weiss. Uh, in March, Attorney General Merrick Garland said he would personally have to authorize any potential charges against Hunter Biden. But notably, the plea deal with Weiss appears to exclude any charges related to the alleged Biden bribery scheme 
uh, in which Hunter and President Joe Biden accepted $5 million each from a Ukrainian energy company executive, Mikolo uh, Zolshevsky, according to an FBI informant file reviewed by the House Oversight Committee. Um, let's head over to, to uh, you know, Mama Biden and Papa Biden, see what they had to say. Um, this headline reads, Joe and Jill Biden frame Hunter Biden as a victim after charges. Of course. Uh, President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden released a statement after Hunter Biden's plea deal Tuesday that suggested their son is a victim who is rebuilding his life. An official statement said, quote, the president and first lady love their son and support him as he continues to rebuild his life. We will have no further comment. <laughs> That's it for that news. Um, and you, uh, this is the official uh, 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 release from the DOJ um, laying out everything. Uh, you know, and they lay it out completely. Um, but the plea deal of guilty, he gets off. No jail time, just a slap on the wrist, right? Um, even though half of Americans believe Hunter Biden got special treatment from prosecutors, half, 75% of Republicans, 33% of Democrats, overall 50%. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hard time imagining that. Yeah, but sure, let's talk about the missing submarine, though. How about that? That seems to be the big distraction of the day, right? Um. There's also some impeachment talks going on. There's a lot of going on here, Andy. Can we break this down? Hold on, hold on. Go back. GOP's Bobert wanted to impeach Biden, but House Speaker McCarthy had other plans. Mm -hmm. What happened here? Yeah, so, so basically here, uh, the article reads, a surprise effort by hard right House Republicans. This is AP News, by the way. Uh, Republicans to impeach President Joe Biden has been sidelined for now, but the ability of GOP Rep. Lauren Bobert to force the issue to a House vote demonstrates the ever-escalating challenge Speaker Kevin McCarthy faces in controlling his Republican majority. The impeachment resolution, which charges Biden with, quote, high crimes and misdemeanors over his handling of the U.S. border with Mexico, angered GOP colleagues who were caught off guard by the unscripted move. Even though it was not expected to pass Thursday, the vote would have been politically tough for GOP lawmakers and a potentially embarrassing spectacle for McCarthy splitting his party. Instead, Mac yeah, it should be. It should be. Yeah, instead, McCarthy negotiated a deal with Boebert, the Colorado Republican, to send the Biden impeachment resolution for review to the Judiciary and Homeland Security Committees, fending off a vote for some time. So he basically just put it off to the sidelines um, because we apparently have much bigger things to focus on. Andy, what do we got? I don't know, man. Here's the scary thing to me. I feel like, you know, everybody's getting caught up. I mean, look, dude, I think everything I've said to this point, this just validates all the shit I've been saying. Yeah. What are you going to say? No, I'm just like, you know, everybody's, you know, they're all up in arms about these, these two federal charges and uh, tax charges and the gun charge. I think people are completely missing the more pressing thing here. Right? Like, there is so much more on that fucking laptop that has not even been talked about. Yeah, but does this clear them of that? No. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is kind of like only part of what's been addressed, right? Right. I mean, this is not even a fucking fraction of what's been Yeah, I know, but what, I, what I'm saying is legally, this doesn't absolve him of all this other shit. Correct. That hasn't been addressed yet. Correct. Right. So, like, this shows, like, to me, how I see this and how I view this in the theatrics that these people play is a move 
that shows that they are willing to hold people accountable, which is going to allow them to justify their actions going after Trump. Um, because now they're going to say, well, we went after Biden. We held him accountable. What, what's wrong with Trump? And we already saw it with that little Harry Styles looking motherfucker that Democrats pay to do his fucking YouTubes or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? That kid, that fucking 20 year old kid oh, yeah, talks yeah. all that stupid ass shit. Yep. Uh, who got caught getting $200,000 from the Democrat party. This is how you could tell exactly what the fuck they're planning on doing because the first video that this motherfucker comes out with who's paid by the Democratic Party is a video about, see, we hold, we're Democrats. We hold everybody rep- accountable. I'm, I'm thankful for that. Now, you Republicans, they have a different story, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can already see them trying to spin it. Yeah. And they're using these, like, 20-year-old influencers to influence other 20-year-olds. Like, you guys that are 20 years old, bro, like, you need to wake the fuck up because you're not going to have a country, dude. Yeah. Like, you're being manipulated because you're inexperienced at life. And I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm not saying you're lazy. I'm not saying anything other than you're not understanding completely what's going on. And what you're advocating for is actually your own enslavement that's going to come down the pipe later. And people who are more experienced and have more experience in life and who have lived in different decades and seen how the social movement has materialized, they can see it, but you can't because this is what you grew up in. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because a lot of these kids are going to end, if if they end up getting the way that they're rooting for, they're going to end up regretting it heavily. They're going to say, holy shit, dude. What do we do? Mm-hmm. And um, it's not Republican or Democrat, bro. I hate the Republicans too. I think they're fucking bitches. Okay. Like real talk, like all you fucking Republicans up and like this McCarthy shit, like push Like, dude, you guys are part of the fucking problem. Everybody's starting to see it now. And it's only validating what Trump has said the whole time, which is the uniparty and the swamp and all these people are bought and paid for. I mean, you know, he, it's just validating yeah. everything he said. And that's why they, the media goes after him so yeah. hard, right? Uh, and now they're doing the same shit to RFK. Mm-hmm. They're giving him the same fucking treatment that they're giving Trump, right? Which shows they, okay. That's what we're scared bad, of. Yeah, not a bad guy. Well, if okay, <laughs> listen. If he was really a conspiracy theorist, like they, first of all, no one believes that shit anymore, okay? Like, y'all called me that for three fucking years. I ended up being right about every motherfucking thing except two things, and I talked about those two things both times. One, I thought there would be a war before midterms, Two, I thought that the fucking military would step up and arrest these people for stealing the election when they fucking stole it, which is my opinion. I think they stole it. So those are the things I was wrong about. Everything else I told you happened or is happening or is about to happen. So that's how I see the play. I see the play as they're attacking the people they are the most afraid of. And if, if, if they, if they really thought RFK was a conspiracy theorist, they wouldn't exhaust so many resources going after him. No, it wouldn't even give him light. No, they'd be like, this guy's fucking insane. Listen to what he's saying. It's bullshit. They're afraid of it for a reason. And the reason they're afraid of it is because it's fucking true. Yeah. The part that frustrates me the most is like the, the extended, like dragging out of this whole fucking process, right? Like, what are we waiting for? Unfortunately, bro, I think America's already fallen. That's where I'm at. I don't think that there's, I don't think there's, you know, I think there's a cultural recovery that we all need to work on, which is personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion. But I think in the meantime, this shit's going to crumble. Um, It's going to get worse. And I think if these Republicans, quote unquote, that say they're patriots and shit, don't actually stand up and start fucking holding people accountable, these people are going to come for people in the media next. They're going to come for me. They're going to come for Joe Rogan. They're going to come for 
people who are speaking the truth, the shit that they don't like, and they're going to jail those people and probably execute them. That's the next move. And that's not me speculating the next move. That's the next move that the communists have played out in history over and over and over and over and over again. Okay. They imprison their opposition and then they remove them from society permanently. And, you know, that's their next play. And if people don't wake the fuck up and start using their voice and joining in and sharing the information and speaking about it and talking about it and finding their fucking ball sack and standing the fuck up and saying, Hey, this is bullshit. There's going to be a whole bunch of people get killed by it. And it, you know, and then you won't have people to stand up for you because that's what they do. They remove every point of influence that they possibly can. That is resistance. And then you have no one. And then it's just the way it is. This is what China did. This is why you guys say, oh, China's got a couple billion people. Yeah. Why don't they revolt? Because they removed all the leaders and they killed them. So all the people left are the sheep. Yep. And you guys are going to allow all, because you guys are so scared and you're afraid and you don't want to say anything. You don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to get an argument with your aunt Sally who doesn't know fucking shit. Okay, you're going to allow this to happen. So like, this is absurd. These people are traitors. I've said it a hundred times. I, I haven't really heard anybody else say it except Trump. Okay. And if we don't stand up to them, they're going to fucking kill a bunch of whole, a bunch of people that you think are doing the work that you know needs to be done. And then there will be nobody to do the work. And then what? You got to take whatever they can get. And that's, that's where we're at. The crickets. We're, we're, we're getting close to that. And it's going to be a pivotal time at this next, this next election cycle. I, I personally, I don't think that there's any chance in hell that they will allow the election to go against their way. They don't care if you notice it. They don't care if you see it. They don't care if you, if you realize what's going on because they think that you're not going to do shit. Because we haven't done shit. Yeah, well, they've got a point. Okay. This is the mask of fucking communism coming off in front of your face. All right. The persecution of a political opponent coupled with the non-persecution of someone who's done something way worse. It's obvious. Okay. It's actual fact. They make, they're making up shit about Donald Trump. Okay. This shit actually happened. They're persecuting this guy. They're letting this guy off for shit that he actually did. Taking millions of dollars for policy decisions. That's communism, bro. We're living in it. This isn't coming. It's here. Okay? And we still have a slight, small window to stand the fuck up and speak the fuck up and, re and reject it. And people are failing. And there's been people who have been trying to carry the flag, who have been trying to push the message. And, you know, you're met with resistance from your own party because you, you're fucking for Trump or DeSantis, right? And if you're, if you're for Trump and DeSantis people fuck you and vice versa, we're all divided. We're all over the place and nobody can recognize that this is all intentional. This is meant, this is meant to be this way so that we can not do anything about the current situation that's going on. If we were all to unite and work together and say, man, these people are all a bunch of fucks and not do a, anything they say and just fucking non-comply with everything that they tell us to do, this would be over because they'd have no power. Yep. I mean, bro, do you think they're going to fucking allow an election? No. No, there's no fucking chance. Like, do you, do you, what do you think? Do you think that, like, I think this shit will be done before, well, I think well they, before I, primaries. Bro. I think there might not even be an actual election. I don't, I don't believe there will be, bro. And if there is, they're going to steal it so blatantly and no one's going to fucking do shit. Mm -hmm. Well, they're already starting. I just saw, I was, I saw an article earlier today talking about in Georgia how uh, they had this audit about the Dominion voting machines and how there was like cybersecurity uh, issues with it that needed to be updated. 
they're going to be using the exact same software that they use for the 2020 election. Like they're already laying it out and it's obvious. And again, because, because they ran the same play before and nothing happened, I run it again. Why change the play if it works, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's scary, dude. Like, I don't think people recognize the big picture of what's going on. Like, I saw a comment on Instagram today, and some guy was like, you know, everybody's painting Joe Biden as some, some mastermind. Dude, all of this shit, and I agree with you, all of this shit is terrible, but he's not some mastermind. He's just a senile old man. Bro, if you think Joe Biden is actually calling the plays, you're living under a fucking rock, dude. No one's saying that Joe Biden isn't senile. No one's saying that he's some sort of genius. What everybody is understanding collectively is that this guy is a fucking placeholder. He's a pawn for someone who's making decisions. And that person is likely Barack Obama. Okay. Who's been to the beach house? Why are the beach house uh, records in terms of who's been there and who's visitor logs? Why why are they, why are they uh, hidden? Why? Why does he go to his beach house all the time? Or why does Soros come to the White House 17 fucking times in the last year? Yeah. So who's calling the place here, right? If you think it's Biden and this is just some senile shit, that's the point of the operation. The point of the operation is to put, put someone up there that is so unbelievably incapable, incompetent, and stupid that it appears that this is all an accident. Mm-hmm. So that you think what you just said. What you're not understanding is that This dude has taken money. These people have taken money. They're all taking money from foreign governments. They're all making shit tons of money from China and these other places. And they're making decisions against the interests of us, the people. And this is, that is intentional. Mm -hmm. It's not an accident. It's not, oh, Joe Biden's just seen it. That's the point. They want you to think that because they know that eventually the shit's going to get so absurd that you're going to recognize what's going on. And they're hoping that when you recognize what's going on, that you come to the conclusion that this guy's just a dumbass. That's the point. That's why they put him in there. That's why that's his role. That's mm-hmm. what he did. He's serving a fucking role. So once you start seeing it like that, you're going to see things a lot differently. He's not some senile old man that's making decisions. He might be senile old man, but he's put there to make you think that so that you think that all of this shit that he's doing is just because they're dumb. They're not dumb. This is intentional destruction of the United States. It's been planned for a long time. And we're in the fucking end phases of it. Oh, man. Guys, let us know down in the comments what you guys think, where you guys stand on this. But with that being said, let's uh, bring the CTI train on home. We have our final segment of the show, as always, thumbs up or dumb as fuck. That's where we bring a headline up. We go through it, talk about it, and we'll get one of those two options. So with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, tattoo artist Jose Contreras says the latest celebrity trend is getting inked under anesthesia. <laughs> I saw this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, the article reads, your favorite celebrities have found a new way to get tattooed that takes some of the pain out of the process, going under anesthesia. Celebrity tattoo artist Jose Contreras, uh, who has inked celebrities like Post Malone, Ozuna, and Odell Beckham Jr., has recently found himself working with a team of tattoo artists along with anesthesiologists and nurses to ink people's skin while they're asleep. Quote, 
Celebrities pay to go under anesthesia so they can get multiple tattoos done in just one setting, Contreras tells People. Uh, quote, imagine five tattoo artists working at the same time on your full back piece. So in seven hours, you can get your full back piece with no pain. You just go under, you wake up, and your full back is done. Imagine that. Uh, the artist, uh, who is originally from Venezuela, uh, but now primarily resides in Texas, though he travels all over the world for work, tells people uh, that he team uh, that the team he works with in Los Angeles is the only time he's encountered such a practice. And it's one that he even thinks uh, is kind of crazy. Quote, they actually go to a real clinic, Contreras says, of how the process works. Quote, they're actually with real anesthesiologists and nurses, almost like you are getting a real surgery. Here's a video of one of these procedures. Still got the joint with the drum morning and shell catches. Yeah. And lately I've been hardly getting rest. Looking back at my life though, it's hardly any regrets. The road we pitched on the steps, this water sit on my neck. Now I got my feet up in my office, nigga, I'm blessed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I wanna sell cocaine forever. And never. And what do you got on this? Now, I mean, let's preface this with you have hundreds of hours of, I mean, dude, you're a walking like, you know, mid-sized American home. On your fucking body. All yeah. Right? Hundreds of hours of tattoo work. What's your take on this? <laughs> Look, man. Part of being tattooed is the process. Part of being tattooed is the multiple sittings for 10, 12 hours at a time. Um when you deal with these travel tattoo artists, I feel like I deal with the best travel tattoo artist on the planet. His name's Eric Marcinison. That's who does my tattoos. He's fucking amazing. Um, him and I make fun of this shit. Hmm. Okay. And oh, he's not with it. Nobody is. Nobody respects it because it's kind of like putting in your time, right? Like there's a culture to it. And by doing it this way, you're missing out on a lot of the tattoo culture, which is like the multiple sittings and the conversations and the getting to know the artists and the mm. friendships form and the bond form and the suffering that you have to go through. Like, bro, when you start getting tattooed and you've been going for six hours and you got a whole nother six hours to go, it ain't no fucking fun, right? That's the point. But like when you wear them, you're like, dude, I'm proud of this shit. Like, I like this shit. This is part of who I am. And like, to me, this is no different than some, like, like I think most of the people who do this are going to end up regretting all the work that they get because it's not going to mean anything to them because they didn't go through the process the way it's supposed to be. Mm. And if I were personally someone who did it this way, I wouldn't tell anybody I did it this way <laughs> because you look like a fucking bitch. Yeah. Okay. Like that's my personal take. And I know that people are going to have opinions all different ways, but to me, um, you know, I didn't get my first tattoo till I was like 34 years old. Right. So I could afford like the best shit. And, Quality. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my tattoos mean something to me in terms of like a commitment to the process, the friendships formed, 
the long nights, the the conversations, the earning the earning it through the the, the pain. And it's just a different, it's just a different thing. And I think this ref, this reflects like a big problem in culture going on right now, which is the instant gratification. Like easy way out. Yeah. Like, oh, I just want to get blasted in one day. Like, bro, that's not how tattooing is supposed to be. It's never been that way. And, you know, I, I know some people who have done stuff like this and, you know, I explained to them my point of view and, you know, it, it's all good. I don't like dislike people that do this. I'm just saying it's America. I think you're missing out on a big part of what being tattooed really is. And I think because you're missing out on it, I think eventually there's going to come a time where you're going to look at your stuff and you're going to be like, fuck, I don't like this shit no more. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, cause it has no weight. Yeah, bro. You just yeah. like went to sleep and then it was there. Yeah. Like you didn't earn it. Yeah. You know? So I've actually gotten the chance to see, uh, one of your sessions before. Yeah. So I think two of your sessions actually, I got to, to see firsthand. You were there when I got my leg done. Yeah. But I've seen the other one. He's come, he's come before that, too. I've, yeah. I've seen that session, too. Um, and, and, dude, those were more than, like, those were, like, 13, 14-hour sessions, right? Yeah. And you're just, so like, fuck- four days in a row. Bro. And, and you, bro, you, you want to talk about pain? Like, people talk about, <laughs> oh, like, I, I got tattooed for six hours. It was fucking horrible. Bro, get tattooed for 12 hours a day, four days in a row, when they're working on the same fucking spot. That shit sucks. Mm-hmm. And there ain't nothing cool about it. Yeah. Like, but you know what? Now when I look at my shit, I'm like, that was badass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, dude, it's just a, a fundamentally different way of looking at things. And to me, it just represents a problem in the world, which is instant gratification culture, which is really the root of a lot of the problems that we have going on. Yeah. So okay. it's not for me. So, so no anesthesia. But are you down with the cream? Man, I'll tell you what, I never used it. I've never used it, but I thought about using it. <laughs> Look, I, I, you know, I don't know how that shit works or whatever, but like, like I said, when you've been, you know, on that third or fourth day, I'm like, fuck, this sucks. I wish I did have something, yeah. Yeah, but um, I've never done any of that because I was taught by Eric and my other friends who are tattoo artists that like, that's not how you do it. Mm. Like, you're supposed to earn it. Yeah. And I respect that because it is a, it is a, thousand year old culture dude yeah it is it's multiple thousands of years bro would you ever go get one of those tattoos like where they they uh yeah that'd be cool the, the, i don't know yeah. i don't know the term i know there's some type of culturally appropriate yeah, term it's like the uh the, like the smelling culture yeah like yeah, it's forgot, fucking I, forgot, hand I don't fucking... know what they call it either but it's pretty cool yeah where they use the sticks yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and the 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 cool the, the amount of the quality of art that they make with those primitive it's tools. Insane. Yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. It's insane. But I also think prison tattoos are fucking cool, bro. Because like- well, we might get our chance to go get some of those. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, bro. Maybe you. I promise you it ain't gonna happen to me. Remember that te- scene in Tombstone I told you about? Yeah. Okay. I got you. I ain't going. Yeah. Um, so y'all think about that before you come. <laughs> Just being real. Uh but like prison tattoos, right? Like these guys who have served time and they're blasted out. Like they did that shit with like a fucking piece of, you know, guitar string or piano wire and a fucking, uh, 12 volt battery. Yeah. The motor out of a fucking Walkman, right? (laughs) Like, like this is, and, and bro, it takes like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours and the stuff that's created, you know, in that environment is fucking sick. Unreal. So like, dude, it's, it's more about appreciating the entire culture and art in my opinion, that's why I don't like this. Yeah. And that's my take. I think it's, I think it's dumb as fuck. Dumb as fuck, man. Well, that's it, guys. Dumb as fuck. That's our, uh, our result. So, uh, Andy, guys, that's all I got. All right, guys. Hey, don't forget to uh, 
remember that the algorithms are against us. So uh, you guys sharing the show makes a huge difference. So please share the show. Uh, click subscribe. Let us know what you think of the comments. And uh, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.